Hey guys, welcome back to Sticky Sports Side. I'm Phil. And I'm Noah. This podcast contains heavy bias, bad sports takes, usually by me, occasional yelling, degeneracy, and rarely facts to back it up. Welcome to the sticky side of sports. Let's hop on this gravy train. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? This is Noah back with another episode of Sticky Sports Side. I believe we're on episode 10, right, Phil? It is absolutely episode 10. I'm so pumped. Yeah, and for our 10th episode, we have a special guest appearing, our first one, Nathan Davis. Went to high school with him. He's a professional basketball player in Albania, and he played in professionally in Germany last year. Nathan, why don't you say hi to everyone? Everybody, appreciate you guys having me on uh, the podcast. I heard a lot of good things about it. Tuned in to a few episodes, too, so appreciate you having me on. Uh, like you said, I'm currently in Albania right now. Play point of the season. It's going pretty well. We're about to gear back up for the second half here soon. So, yeah, I can't complain. All right. So, Nathan, are there any big differences between when you played in Germany and in Albania now? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say there are some differences that, that stick out. Um, the pace of the game here in Albania is quite a bit faster, um, it's a more athletic game here. I, I think that's due mainly because there's more Americans. In the league I was in, in Germany last year, there was only, but here there's actually no limit at all. So usually there's three or four Americans on the court for both teams um, uh, at, in this league that I'm playing in now. So yeah, it's a fast pace. So from what I was hearing there, Nathan, it, in Germany you were saying that I, I'm guessing there's more Europeans over there. So the Al- the Albanian league, you're, it sounds like there's a lot of former college basketball players who played in America. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like for example, um, my team, we're kind of the anomaly of the league. We have the most, but we have seven American citizens. On our oh, team. that's awesome! So like, yeah, yeah. So like four are from D1 schools and then me and two other guys kind of from D2s um, but but yeah so this is this is kind of like a league where a lot of guys try to come to start to prove themselves at the beginning of their careers to try to then springboard them to get back to more like um, mainstream bigger uh, countries top leagues like Germany, Spain, France, Italy, what have you. Okay, so Nathan, I, I have the question now, and this just sprung on me, and Noah, you can stop me if you want to, but I don't think you will. You started it in Germany, so is that the goal? Is it to get back to Germany, or I know COVID kind of threw everything for a loop, but what what's the goal? Um, in general, it's just to get in a good situation where it's a good, safe living situation where you know getting paid to do what I love. And in general, where that can happen is in the top leagues of, like, Western Europe. So those bigger countries, um, like Germany, Spain, France. Uh, my personal dream and goal is to play in um, Spain because of my background with the Spanish language. Um, I, I fell in love with Spain when I went and traveled there in college with a group of students. So to go there and to play and to live there for, for nine months would would be incredible and hopefully longer if that's the if that's the case 
Well, that is awesome. Um, I've traveled to Spain and Italy and a couple other European countries, and I absolutely loved them. So I understand why you'd want to go over there. Plus, I'm sure, not to say anything about Albania, but I'm sure Spain and Germany probably pay a little bit better. Um, not that I know much about the leagues to begin with, but Noah, do you have anything to uh, add right now? A couple small little questions, just yeah. uh, tidbits here. Get in there. So if the if the majority of your players on your team in Albania are American, obviously, do they hire Albanian coaches or are they like mixed nationality Ooh, American? That is a great question. Like, actually. So for the coaches in particular, they can be all over. And um, actually, our club's going through a little bit of uh, turmoil right now. There's a little, quite a bit of friction between uh, – the club and coaches We've actually had two coaches fired in the, mm. in the past month. But oh, wow. uh, the first coach when I arrived here was actually from Montenegro, oh. um, the country just to the north yeah. of Albania here. And the second one, he was an Albanian coach. Okay. okay. There's actually even some American coaches in the league. So there's there's no stipulation. They can be whatever nationality. So it, it, it's all over really is what I'm hearing. Another thing is just because I don't know what they speak in Albania, um, is there any language barrier between the coaches and the players? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they speak, so the dialect here is Albanian, but it's apart from, I think, Albania and Kosovo and maybe North Macedonia also, small countries to the east uh, of us here. It's yeah. not a very well-known language. Uh, Thankfully, everybody here, at least with the team, the players, um, they speak pretty good English, and, and the coaches have been able to speak decent English uh, so far. So whenever you, you get a point across in practice or in a game, we're able to do stuff. Awesome, awesome. Did you, did you just name countries, or were those like random food dishes? Oh my god, no. <laughs> to, all right, you Noah. I don't think has ever left the country, so we're just gonna let him be on his own little island this episode. I've never left Central Pennsylvania, so that's actually embarrassing because you know you've been to Georgia. So stop. All right. Anyways, so I actually have a question specific to your basketball experience, um, Nathan. Uh, so I, this is the first one. What is your favorite basketball move, whether it be a fadeaway three-pointer, a mid-range jumper on a crossover? What is your go-to move if you need a basket? Yeah, I'm going to be giving away all my secrets. Ah. <laughs> you know, but, but uh, you know, yeah, one that I tend to go to um, quite a bit uh if I'm matched up with a tough defender on the perimeter, yeah, is a, a crossover between the leg combo. The first crossover is low and in front to just kind of get the defender to shift their position uh, yeah. to a different angle, and then a quick snap between the legs and push forward in like a north-south direction to try to get a get a step on them towards the basket. But you know, it's all about just reading the. Uh, the situation as well well absolutely i imagine it matters because it's just like with soccer you have to read what de your defender is doing right but no that sounds <laughs> like it sounds like you uh can put a defender on skates every once in a while if you need to right every once in a while i'm naturally gifted uh, athletically so there's quickness uh, like that but 
All right. Absolutely. And Noah, I'm sure you have a question for Nathan. So what's going on with you? Yeah. I want to make a quick comment. Um, <laughs> when Nathan said about giving away his secrets, I just imagine like three or four Albanian scouts or, or spies listening into our podcast <laughs> trying to find Nathan's moves. <laughs> <laughs> if, our, <laughs> if our podcast went that big that like quickly that would be insane yeah that would that would be wild but um kind of talking about some crazy things what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you during a basketball game man that's a that's a tough question i've been playing almost 20 years now man i mean there was one time in a junior high championship game, I kind of got choke slammed. Oh, choke slammed? You mean um, like a wrestling move? If I had the video, I could I could show you. But see, the guy, I had chin, I got the rebound and I chinned the ball, and the guy kind of grabbed around my neck to get the ball. He's coming in seventh grade. He just kind of rest, rest, wrestled with it and then eventually just threw me down on the ground for back and handed up off the jump. So that was kind of crazy at the time. But, uh, yeah, it, it's all in good fun. Looking wow, dude. Noah, that sounds insane to get, like, fucking I, slammed. Jeez. I, uh, I, I was definitely at that game and witnessed that. Um, oh, man. Noah, what I, was your perception? I... I don't really remember it too well. Nathan, you're going to hate me for this. I, I can't really say much about it because it happened to me all the time. But the, the one thing, not the only thing I remember from Nathan, but the big thing was, uh, I believe it was Glendale, Nathan. You remember that game senior year? I don't already know what you're about to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's Nathan, uh Nathan happened to get crossed up by like a 5'6 point guard. Hey, what's your for, problem for with 5'6 guys? You have a fucking problem, okay. buddy. <laughs> okay, but he was like short. He looked like he could have been in eighth grade, Dude, and I just I remember like we short, were destroying you dick. them. It wasn't much of a game, and we were destroying them. But like everyone on our bench was was going crazy because the kid didn't look older than he was ten. Yeah, it, it was it was tough because he was like I was trying to be sixty at the time, but I was still trying to play good defense, be like engaged in the game, and he was that much shorter than me, so I had a hard time trying to like get down on his level to. Move I mean, I can't really say much though because I've been put on skates quite a few times in uh, in basketball. So that was no. What are you, what are you fucking kidding, buddy? You've been put on skates in soccer too. So chill the fuck out. I get put put on <laughs> skates everywhere, and I do not know how to skate. Wow, that's impressive considering you grew up in the middle of PA. Oh yeah. So so Phil, um, I just want to take just for a serious moment for yeah. you, Nathan. Um. Obviously, I know you pretty well, so I knew you were struggling. Uh, so Nathan suffered an injury in Germany, I believe, correct? It was actually right when I got back. Okay, right when he got back and um, torn patella tendon. And it was a kind of a long road to recovery, and I know how hard that was for you. Um, was that kind of one of the hardest things you've ever went through? Yeah, yeah, without question. Well, without question, on a lot of different levels. I mean, it, it tested me, my physical limits, as as well as my mental limits, because it's not anything that you can prepare for when it just comes out of nowhere. But, you know, I, I think the entire process has made me stronger mentally and physically. I know 
how tough I am and what I can go through now. You know, honestly, it might have been a blessing in disguise because through all the work I put in with my rehab, it's made me more of like a complete uh, all-around athlete, I think, in terms of, you know, lower body strength, coordination, balance. So, and I'm seeing that pay off, you know, um, so far in this season over here in Albania. So, you know, I'm counting it as a blessing in disguise, like I said, and and just so excited to be back playing the game I love. Nathan, that is awesome to hear, and I'm so glad you came back from injury. That not, I mean, a lot of athletes do it, but not all athletes come back stronger. So that is incredible to hear. Uh, Noah, I know you had another question for him, so go ahead. Yeah, so Nathan, um, what is your favorite basketball moment outside of your own life? So like college basketball could be a play, a team winning, um, as well as the NBA. Okay, so so one that doesn't involve me or my team or anything? Yeah, something you might have watched on TV or been in person to see. Yeah, it could be on ESPN. It could be a March Madness Final Four. It can be an NBA Finals, whatever it might be. What is the greatest moment that you remember watching? Okay, well, there's two. I got I got a shout out too because two come to mind. Okay. By the way, um, well, I, I've got a lot of personal ties to the Notre Dame women's basketball team. My godmother is actually the assistant coach for oh. the women's team. Oh, that's so insane. Yeah, two, that's awesome. three. Yeah, yeah. So three years ago, when they had Arike Gumbawale, it was the 2018 Final Four. Yeah, she hit a game winner against UConn in the semis with like one second left. Which UConn's a very, dynasty, so that's incredible. Exactly. Yeah, and then the very next night, she hit an insane buzzer beater from the corner over. I think it was Mississippi State, and they won the national championship on that. So wow. I remember screaming like crazy. Um, that's and awesome. the second one would be this is all the way back in like 2011 or 2012. Okay. But um, I'm also a fan of Indiana being from Indiana. So the Hoosiers, uh, they were playing a game in assembly hall against Kentucky. Okay. And yep. they had like, they had, I think they had Anthony Davis, John Wall. Or, oh uh, yeah. That, that old Kentucky time. team that was insane. Yeah. I've watched this clip it, so many times. Yeah. They were number one in the country. I think Indiana was unranked, and they brought the ball up, pitched it back to Christian Watford, and Watford hit a buzzer beater three, and they won by one point. And the oh, whole wow. thing, they just stormed the court. It was crazy. That No, I remember Christian Watford because that wasn't the only famous shot he's ever hit either. Um, this uh, Dude, that Indiana team was fun to watch because they weren't the most talented, but they... They had a way of staying in games and then, like, hitting big shots. I remember watching that multiple times. Yeah. Tom Crean's a fantastic head coach. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. They, they well, had a squad, won. man. They had a squad. They had Zeller, Oladipo. Oh, yeah. Holes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, Oladipo back in the day, back in Indiana. Wow. I, I'm actually flipping back the script, watching him hit buckets in my head when I watch, because I watch Big Ten basketball to this day. Obviously, I'm a Penn State fan, which isn't the greatest. No one freaking get on my shit about that. But um, no, back in the day, Zeller, Oladipo, but this was Oladipo before he really developed a great jump shot. He he was more mm-hmm. of just a driver slasher back in the day. 
Oh, yeah, crazy hops and all that. Oh, he was the athleticism was off the charts. I remember watching it. Noah, so I think it, it is about time for our listeners to listen to Nathan give his favorite NBA team, because that's the main sport he watches, and why. Okay, and yeah, say favorite NBA team, why, and then give us a little brief, uh, just kind of how they've been doing this year. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, without a doubt, my favorite team is the LA Lakers. Uh, I know that can some people will say it's bandwagon or, or whatever, but uh, <laughs> I, I started liking them, you know, as soon as I can remember. I was like four or five years old when they were coming off of their first three peat yeah. in 2000, 2001, 2002. So, so before like, the bandwagon really should have started. Exactly. This is like OG Lakers with Shaq, Kobe, D-Fish, Lakers, Bill I love Jackson. it. I love it. I love it. And so, yeah, I mean, Kobe, he's like the first player I ever knew and I fell in love with it. So I rolled with them through all the 2000s. We got two more championships in 09 and 10. And um, then as, as Kobe started to get older, kind of fell off all through the that seven eight year period and those were the dark days man it was it was rough it was really really rough but i I stuck with them and you know we're back to having uh championship quality teams now we won it a year and a half ago in 2020 and they've been struggling this year it's hard to kind of get all the pieces together i think to to fit around lebron if if ad can stay healthy it's the biggest thing but um so as long as we can get into playoffs, get that four or five seed, I think we'll give ourselves a chance at least. Absolutely, so, man. Are, Absolutely. Are you a fan of Russell Westbrook playing for the Lakers? Yeah, I have to ask that because I, uh, if anybody who doesn't follow my Twitter, go ahead and follow it. It's just at Phil Burzo. I uh, tweeted recently that uh, Russell, Rus- Russell Westbrook, great basketball player, not great shooter, and then under that there was a video of him doing a jump shot and hitting the top of the backboard. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a kind of a a tough one to answer because I'm I've gone back and forth on Russ like his whole career. I really admire his motor, oh, his yeah. energy, and like just the absolute yeah. you know fierceness that he plays with on both sides of the ball. Um, having said that, kind of like like you said though. I do like a point guard that is a threat from behind the three-point arc. And, and that's he's not, not really. really him. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. Braun wanted to play with him, so he made sure he got him over there. And, you know, we got to make do and, and try to get after it. Because I don't think he's getting traded before the deadline. No, I mean, Probably. he's not. But I do have one more question before this interview is over. And thank you once again, Nathan, for giving us uh, your time because we know you're busy. Um, do you think that if the Lakers don't win a championship this year, that the like there's going to be pressure on LeBron because he kind of put this roster together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think there will be pressure. I think that just kind of comes with the territory of being LeBron after he went to like nine straight finals or whatever. It's, it's always weird whenever he's not at least representing facts in the yeah. finals. So absolutely, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, uh, if we don't get it, I'm sure there'll be some more shifts. But I think we got at least two or three more years because of how LeBron amazing he is. I think we got two or three more years of him and AD uh, 
trying to get another one. All right, and Noah, you want to uh, close out this interview, my man? Yeah. Uh, so, Nathan, once again, thank you so much for your time today. Um, though with the time difference, it was a little bit difficult to kind of kind of set that time and, and come through with this, uh, as well as some internet problems we've been having because you're in a country I've never heard of before. But also, <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard of it. That was just a joke. I've heard of Albania. But uh, once again, thank you so much. Do you have any remarks? Want to plug any socials before before uh, you leave? Yeah, for sure. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, it's uh, definitely tough to to get this connection when I'm on the other side of the globe from each other. But yeah, I appreciate the time. I had fun chatting with you guys. Uh, go ahead, follow N Davis thirty five on IG if y'all want. And uh, yeah, thank you. Stay blessed, everyone. Awesome, man. Have a good awesome. one, Nathan. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Take care, guys. Hey, guys. We thank Nathan so much for joining the show today. Phil and I are back to our regularly scheduled program. Let's of go, gang, gang. Bang, bang? Yeah, no, yeah, well, we back. You know what I'm saying? No, why don't you right. just plug right. our uh, socials real quick, and then we'll get right into it. All right, I got to do it this week because Phil always gets it wrong. We fuck got me, Sticky dude. Sports Side all one word that's our handle for tiktok we haven't been posting honestly on our socials that much recently we got to get back into that um expect some some this weekend for the wild card games um and then for our instagram it is sticky underscore sport underscore side and that is our instagram we post our stories keep up, up to date on our podcasts so just go follow those you'll you'll be up to date with everything that we release phil we got a huge one tonight. We got your Georgia Bulldogs in the national championship. Go dogs! Against Roll Tide. Uh, no, I hate Alabama. Dude, what um, the really fuck, hoping they dude. lose tonight. I was horny, and then I got really unhorny as soon as you said that. After I said Roll Tide. Yeah, it was an instant reaction. Can't help. Yeah, can't help. Um, Georgia minus two and a half. Lock, lock it in the night. Lock, lock, and guys, we know we're recording this the night of the national title. So when everybody listens to it, everybody's gonna be like, "How do we know they didn't record it after the game?" Because if our bet loses, then we just look stupid, anyways. Okay, Georgia minus yes. two and a half. Um, lock that shit in. They're getting the job done. Fuck Bama. I really hate Nick Saban. I can't stand him. Bryce Young's overrated. I said it. The, re- the reason I like Georgia winning so much tonight is they struggled mightily against Alabama the last time. Kirby Smart is going to get this team right. He has a good game plan going in. Once again, he just played them a couple weeks ago. Um, well, actually, it was probably a month ago at this point. But uh, he's he's got his boys ready to go tonight. And they are looking for revenge. They lose to Bama almost like every single year. So national championships the best time to win. I, I think they're going to figure it out. I think everybody's on Bama. So what I'm doing is fading the general public. And also I'm a big Bulldog fan, but I'm fading the general public and winning a bet. That's what I'm doing. So tonight, guys, locking in minus two and a half Georgia. Hopefully they just give us a good game, though, after the like pretty much dud of playoff games of the semifinals. So hopefully they just give us a good game. Noah, college basketball has actually come back. And there's still postponements, but not as many, and teams are actually starting to play again. So I'm pumped about that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Baylor's a good team. Like, yeah. There's no no doubting that Baylor just came off of a scare to TCU. I know the game didn't look as close at the end, 
But they had to outscore them 18. They end up winning by 12, down by... I mean, uh, well, that... I mean, I think it was pretty safe of you to say Baylor's a good team. They haven't lost. They're 15-0. and 0. You can't be bad yeah. and do that. Number one in the country, but they did have a scare against TCU, down six at half. But they closed the game out on a strong note. Yeah, well, I think since we're here, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my uh, Team of Destiny segment. Because okay. it involves a college basketball team yet again. So, guys, if you don't know, Colorado State was my previous team of destiny. They got fucked. And, boy, did they get fucked. Didn't they lose by, like, 30 to San Diego State? They lost by 30, yeah. Yeah, so there goes that undefeated season. Team of destiny. Now, the Wisconsin Badgers, 13-2. and This team is playing really, really well. Has more quality wins than anybody else in the NCAA. I think the resume right now is number two, according to ESPN, out of everybody. And yes, Wisconsin normally has a good basketball team, but this team's different. This is a team of destiny who I can actually see making a run at the championship. Yeah, um, they have some good guys. Brad Davison's in his 18th year. Yeah, but that's not their best player. Their best player is Johnny Davis. Oh yeah, Johnny Davis is the best player in Division One basketball right now. He's a stud. If you guys, if you have not watched Wisconsin, please go watch them just for the fact to see him play. He is a stud. Um, He's only a sophomore too, right? Yeah, I mean, he'll probably go NBA though, to be honest with you. Oh, definitely. He's having a killer season. The Big Ten, all in all, has got like the three best players in NCAA. Kofi, him, and then, um, who's the guy for Iowa? I can never remember his name. Keegan Murray. Yeah, Keegan Murray's killing it too. Uh, But, dude, how about Penn State winning two Big Ten games in a row before losing a close one to Purdue? Yeah, they are looking really... Really good. Shrewsbury's coaching him up really well. He's doing um, the most love, with what he has, and that's what yeah. I want to see out of this year. You know what I mean? I will say he might not be the most insane basketball player in the world, but John Hara is the heart and soul of this Penn State basketball He's team. He's a true college basketball player. He's a guy who will never stop trying. He's a 10-10 and 10 guy. He gets 10 rebounds just based off of effort and usually like 6 to 8 points based off of effort in games. It's not like yeah, he has crazy learn. post moves or anything like that. Yeah, he's he's a really nice guy too. Served him a couple times when I was working in state college. Just, just a good all around dude, a guy you want to cheer for, really. Yeah, just a good guy. Um, um, anything else we want to talk about in college basketball, or is that kind of it? I did want to say, uh, so far this year, just to give people a generalization, uh, the Big East and the Big Ten, it looks like have the two best conferences by a wide margin. Um. The Big East is absolutely loaded this year with teams. Seton Hall, Providence, um, just to name a few, on top of UConn. I mean, they're they're absolutely loaded. The Big Ten is loaded per usual. The ACC is kind of having a down year, other than, you know, Duke, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so I think this year is going to be really interesting. Auburn's on a crazy run. They're 14-1. USC's undefeated. So I think there's a lot of interesting pieces, and me and Noah will start dedicating more and more time to college basketball um, for the second half of the season. Can't wait to get into that with you guys. Um, sure. Noah, let's talk about the playoffs, man. They're set. Right. Everybody, so, Everybody's set. All the playoff matchups. What do yeah, you think? I just want to first off start by saying rip to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, you said losses loss. in the year, and they allowed the – the Steelers to, to walk into the playoff. Not walk. I, I guess the Steelers kind of had to struggle after that game last night. One of the most insane football games I've ever watched. The in my Raiders life. game he's talking about, everybody. Overtime, yeah. last second field goal. All the Steelers needed was a no tie there after the Colts lost. 
and they almost tied, which is insane. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of speculation going on right now. Um, I, can, I can never remember the Chargers coach, but he called a timeout with like 40 seconds left, and everyone's saying Isn't if he would Staley? not have called that timeout, Dude, his do, you name's think the Raiders, do you think the Raiders would have just kneeled the ball or just ran one time and gotten into field goal range? Like, what do you think would have happened if he didn't call that timeout? I think that that was like the ultimate sign that like they weren't just like, I think they were going to kneel the ball. And then when they called that, like when, um, when the um, Chargers called that timeout, they were like, oh, yeah, fuck the truce, I guess. I guess we're not doing that. Like, I don't trust this fucking guy. We're going to kick the field goal and go win because I don't trust him. That's what I think happened. Daniel Carlson has the third. I, ju- I just saw the stat earlier. The third best field goal record when kicking over 40. He's made 40 field goals this year, which is like unheard of. You want you want to you want to hear another stat? He hasn't missed at home. Yeah, season. I did see that too. He has not missed at home. So he's guys, a great clutch. kicker. He might not be better than Justin Tucker because no one is, but he's clutch. He also has the best, um, or he has the most game-winning field goals kicked in a season two. He has seven this year. The Raiders have nine wins. He's kicked a game-winning field goal in seven out of their nine games. This is this is true. Um, Noah, I do think um, we should go through the games, and we should um, basically give predictions of the wild card round and who we think is going to win. And just because, I mean, we have a lot to digest. The playoffs are set. Um I want to give I, I want to give everybody a prediction because I know we won't come out with another episode before the playoffs start. So, yes. So, um, let's kind of just go down it here. Uh, Las Vegas is at Cincinnati. For initial thoughts, um, Raiders secondary is kind of in shambles. Joey B's been killing it. Yeah, it's, it's um, actually not a great matchup it. for him. Not a great. It's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Mm. Um, I think the Bengals will buy a touchdown. I, I do think the Bengals win this football game. The Raiders have been playing well. Carr, Carr is a good quarterback. Like No matter what people say, he's a good quarterback. Bengals will win this game. Uh, I like New England at Buffalo. This, I think, is going to be a great matchup, and it's going to be primetime, 8 o'clock, 8.15, CBS, Saturday night. I'm excited to see what the weather's like because the last time – It's going to be cold. Spoiler. Going to be cold. Yeah, the last time – Last time they played in Buffalo, didn't the Patriots run the ball three times and win? Yeah, but it's not going to be that bad. It's just going to be cold. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this. Uh, in, in division rivalry for the first round of the playoffs. I like um, Buffalo. I personally, I like, I Buffalo. personally like the Bills yep. in this one. Yep. Agreed. I'm, I'm with the Bills. I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk about spreads right now, but I, I do like the Bills. I think they're a good team. They're kind of finding their stride right now after they lost the Jaguars. Sure. They just beat the Patriots by a couple touchdowns in uh, Gillette a couple weeks ago. I, I do think they're going to win this game. R.I.P. Grandpa Burt, big Buffalo Bills fan. Got to take him in this scenario. Plus, I just don't like the Pats, so whatever. Um, Sorry, Henkel. Uh, I mean, not really. He knows I don't like the Pats. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, yeah. Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. I actually think this is a lot more interesting than people give it credit. Yeah. Um, Brady, with, with he's got to have his full – like Evans has to be healthy. Gronk's got to be healthy for them to win this game. Fournette has to be coming off IR. I think he is. Um, the Eagles have not a bad defense, and Brady has struggled against decent defenses this year, like the, like the Saints. Dude, I'm going to say it. I think the Eagles are going to win. I think it's going to be the upset of the week. 
I'm I'm not gonna go that far. Um, I would okay if you I was a betting man, and man. I am you sometimes. Ne- I would never, definitely go Eagles. Eagles plus eight and a half. I think's a lot. You never, but, you never go out on a limb. I've noticed that. You, you. No, are, I will. I will go out on a limb, but I don't want to go out on this one because it's Tom Brady, and he's not going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Watch it. If they had any other quarterback, I would pick the Eagles, but I can't go against Tom Brady. God, you're a cocksucker. Anyways, the, San Francisco at Dallas. Let's move on. San Francisco at Dallas. Well, this is... Uh, no, no, this no is I think it's obvious Dallas is going to win. They're gonna yeah, it's going to be yeah, Dallas. I can't, I can't even front and San say... San Francisco's like just been up and down all year, and Dallas is actually looking like they're hitting their stride. So Yeah, Dak's playing out of his mind. Yeah, so um, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Um, I'm going to go out of my way to say... This is not Big Ben's last game. Fuck Patrick Mahomes. Fuck Kansas City. Pittsburgh wins. Last second field goal walk-off style. Uh, I would like to say I do not feel the same as Phil. Maybe I don't go out on a limb. Maybe you're right. But I just do that because I'm a diehard Steelers fan. There's no actual logical I, reason. Here's the thing. That. I like the Steelers. Like they're, they're a, I'm, I'm from central Pennsylvania, so I am a Steelers fan by heart. It's in my blood. Dude, you're and a I Colts wanna, fan. I'm I'm going to be going to be rooting for them, but I don't see this being a close game. And last game we have to talk about Arizona at Los Angeles. These teams have been going back and forth all season, uh, both losing head scratchers, both winning big games. So, Noah, what do you think? Okay, so my prediction right now will be the Arizona Cardinals to take this. Um, Kyler Murray is going to pull his head out of his tiny little ass. Um, another fun fact to know in the th- uh, two games these teams have already played. The away team has won, and I think that trend sticks. Matt Stafford's been making so many mistakes in recent games. Um, Cardinals take this game. Uh, I think Rams win. I think Matt Stafford finally puts it all together. I want to cheer for the guy more than anybody else. So, Matt Stafford right. puts it all together. Kyler Murray has a long career ahead of him. He's not winning this one. All right, so let's real quick dive into our – Conference champions, and then our eventual Super Bowl champion. Phil, who you got? Steelers, AFC champion, um, Los Angeles Rams, NFC. You're being dead ass about the Steelers right now. I mean, as a fan, yes, but if I had to pick with my head, I'd say it's uh, the Buffalo Bills. All right. Um, I'm picking with my head and not my heart. I am going. Call me crazy. I like the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. And in the other division, I like the Cowboys. For once, I like a Cowboys Bengals Super Bowl would I be. I just the think they're gonna thing. choke at some point, both those teams. They they have a they have a long history of doing it. So. I just wanna believe in them. I wanna believe in them this and year. And that's fine. Very valid. You know what? Those are two fun well, I don't really like Dallas, but those are two fun teams to cheer for who haven't been there in a while. Dallas, I know, has a bunch of Super Bowls in the past, but they're not there anymore. Um yeah. All right, Noah, let's close this thing down because we gave these people an interview. We came across with our NFL predictions. We even gave them our Georgia predictions. So hopefully we don't look like complete asses at the end of that game. So let's close it on down. Hey, uh, I just want to thank all you guys for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed our first interview. Um, I think I told my dad to listen to the podcast today. Dad, I apologize for all the profanities that we said. Um, My bad. Phil doesn't know how to watch his mouth sometimes. All right, He's boys, let's ride this gravy train. Let's hop on this gravy train. Let's go, baby. Peace.